listening to the Echo Community Church Podcast. We have a passion for being and making disciples of Jesus Christ. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, we hope this podcast inspires you to take another step. Let's join our pastor for today's teaching from the Bible. Well, 2021 is here. Yeah, oh boy, we're off to a start, aren't we? I want to share with you today, um, just shortly, again, I need you to have ears to hear. I want to just read to you a passage that the God, God brought me to that I feel like answered my question. This was my question, Lord, how do you want me to lead Echo in light of the season that we're in right now? And he brought me to this passage, and it's 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. Again, listen to this passage through your spiritual ears. Here's what God told Timothy when Timothy probably had the same question that I did. God, through Paul, says to Timothy, I solemnly urge you in the presence of God and Christ Jesus, who will someday judge the living and the dead when he comes to set up his kingdom. Here's what he says. There's a colon, and then here he goes. Preach the word of God, number one. Two, be prepared whether the time is favorable or not. Three, patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. Here's the part that grabbed my heart, and I knew this was something that I need to say, and I hope you will hear this through your spiritual ears first. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. Instead, they will follow their own desires and they will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth. They will chase after myths. And then he says, here's what you do. Here's the advice. You should keep a clear mind in every situation. The NIV says, don't lose your head. Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry God has given you. Paul says there's a time coming when Christians will no longer be interested in hearing what the Bible and doctrine have to say. They will have their own strong opinions and will reject doctrine and find teachers who teach a message that they already agree with their heart and that's what they'll surround themselves with. And they will just reject anything that challenges the way that we think. We won't want what the Bible says, we'll want what our itching ears and our heart want to hear. And we'll turn to other things. And here's his advice. Don't lose your head. Isn't it interesting that the first thing Paul says to Timothy in this charged environment that Timothy was living in, the first thing you need to do when it starts going this direction, do not lose your head. Church, don't lose your head. Even before he gets into the spiritual things, if you lose your head, you'll look into this Bible with a jaded set of eyes and a jaded set of ears. Don't lose your head. Secondly, be prepared to endure suffering. I don't like that part. But here we are. Third thing he says, work at telling others the good news the beautiful thing is that god's preparing us in this time there are lots of opportunities not to spread the bad news but to spread the good news have your conversations over the last four weeks been filled with more ruminating over the bad news or 
have they been about seeking for opportunities to speak the good news over your life, over your family, over your neighborhood, over the people you think are your enemies? They're not your enemies. Don't you dare drink the narrative that says the person who disagrees with you is your enemy. We have an enemy. You know what he's good at? Making you think he's not your enemy, but that people are. I'm not talking about the people down the street. I'm talking about the people in our church, believers. This is the word to us. And don't you dare take what I'm saying and try and push it. Oh, he's being political. I am not being political. I'm not good at it. Don't you dare try and push me into your candidate's ideology or against your candidate's ideology. I'm not talking about candidates, presidents, next presidents, whatever. I'm talking what the word teaches us. That is true as true today as it will be in a thousand years and a thousand years ago. Okay? And then he says, fully carry out the ministry God has given you. Two kind of protective steps. Don't lose your head. Understand you're going to have to endure some suffering if you live this way. But share the good news and keep at work telling others and carrying out the ministry that God has given you. James also gives us good advice, and we've done the opposite. James says, let every person be quick to get angry, quick to speak, and slow to listen, right? What does he say? Be quick to Listen, to understand, to get the full scope, to not lose your head. Be slow to speak. Doesn't mean don't speak. Speak after you listen. Slow to get angry. Doesn't mean get it, you can't get angry. But let your anger arise bathed in an attitude of listening, understanding. So if you have ears to ear, I pray you're hearing the counsel of the word this morning. And this is as close to political as I will get. I am a Christian first. I'm a follower of Jesus first. Every other part of my identity bows its knee to that. As a husband, as a dad, as a son, as a brother, as a neighbor, as a pastor, as a citizen. I'm a believer first. I'm a Christian first. I belong to that kingdom. My citizenship is there first. And my trust is in the Lord. Some trust in chariots. Some trust in horses. Some trust in military. Some trust in a political party. Some trust in a candidate. Some trust in a president. Some trust in a king. Some trust in a congress. Some trust in an uprising. I don't pin my hopes to those things. I pin my hopes to Jesus. And he's... He wasn't elected. He reigns supreme. No one can tear him down. No one can tear him away. And as far as my citizenship in heaven is concerned, it is rock solid by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. Can I encourage you today to be wise about who you think your enemy is? Can I encourage you today to anchor your hope, your purpose, your identity in Jesus Christ first and can I implore you, do not go the way that the scripture warns that you could come to a place where you are so convinced of your politics, your ideas, your view on the world, that you reject everything else, including sound doctrine. 
if it appears to collide with that because in that case, the church's light gets snuffed out and we're no different than the world. And you will stop spreading good news and you will look for bad news. That's not what we're supposed to do. We are positioned in a place where there is great opportunity for good news and to work at telling other people about Jesus. And that's what I want our church, my church, my life to be about. It doesn't mean we need to put our heads in the sands. Again, please don't you dare force me into a political narrative here. Don't misconstrue what I'm saying. Don't dismiss this. If you have ears to hear, hear, if you can't hear the words of your pastor, hear the words of your Lord today. I think that's great counsel for us as we sit in this season that we're in. Will you join me in praying for our country in this moment? Will you join me this morning? Will you join me today? Thank you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I'm going to kneel down here. Heavenly Father, God, we need you, we need you, we need you, we need you. Our church needs you, my state needs you, my community needs you, my house needs you, my country needs you, my leaders need you. We are sorry. We repent. We repent. I repent. Our church repents. We have not lived honorably before you. We have not walked close to your plan for us. We have not chased your heart. We have not recognized sin. We have turned on our brothers and our sisters. We have gone deaf to those who are hurting. We have made ourselves blind to those who are suffering. We have sat at the feet of others who don't have your heart and allowed them to shape the way we think about you, our world, our families. And we repent. Will you forgive us? Will you draw near to us again? Will you speed your spirit upon this church, upon our lives, upon our community? Lord, will you raise up a wave of holiness and righteousness and humility in this nation? Jesus, you went to the cross and have already achieved reconciliation. You have already achieved restitution. You have already achieved restoration in Christ. You say to us through your word that there's no longer all of these boundaries that we're still fighting over today. Lord, we're just not living and walking in them. And I pray that a wave of your spirit will grip our hearts personally. That our eyes will be open to see that the schemes of the enemy are flourishing. And Lord, if the church can't get it, the world's not going to find it. So God, I pray today, beginning in my heart and in this church, Father, will you have mercy on us? Will you return to us? Even though we've been faithless, God, we appeal to you to be faithful to us. Beginning in your church from the ground up and beginning in this government from the top down, Lord, may there be a wave of your presence. May your angels be dispatched to every civil government leader, Lord, today to make us aware of the things your Holy Spirit is already doing. Make us aware of the sin in our hearts, the righteousness of God, and the coming judgment, Lord, that we would walk humbly and righteously before you again. You are our hope. You are our only hope. You've always been our hope. And Lord, we should know because we've chased after everything else and it hasn't worked. So God, we chase you. 
Lord, wake up this church and wake up our church. Lord, that there would be a fervency about our worship, that there would be a desperation in our prayers, that there would be holiness in our homes, that men would lead, Lord, that women would lead. Father, that silly, petty arguments would be put aside in favor of grace. Lord, that where we've been offended, that we will give people the benefit of the doubt rather than harboring bitterness and grudges, that we can walk together in unity and accomplish something for your kingdom. I will not stand for rituals and things as usual. It is beneath what you deserve. You're so precious. You are so holy and righteous. You've been so unimaginably patient with us. We do not deserve it. We are living in grace. And people who live in grace have no leverage to make any demands of anyone else. We just simply appeal to your mercy. Please see the hearts of your kids today. Sometimes we simply don't know what to do next. We don't know the next step to take. We don't even know what sentence to say that is right and won't be misconstrued and twisted. That's the world we live in right now. Everything is overanalyzed and psychoanalyzed. And at the end of the day, we appeal to the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony that it would remain and continue to be the weapon that you use to raise up that can thwart every, every theory, every deceptive strategy of the enemy to divide and distort, distort. And we know that as long as sheep are fighting sheep, the wolf's job is easy. Unify us around you, Jesus. Unify us around you. I appeal to you right now, Holy Spirit, will you release your power across this room right now? Release a wave of your power, of your majesty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Our hope it continues to be in you, Jesus, and you are on your throne today. And so we can rise from this moment knowing that we are not a defeated party but we are people who are citizens of heaven, who has won, is winning, and will win. We want to be on the right side of history, aligned with you, not wavering to the left or the right. And I pray that all over this city, all over our state, and all over this nation, that the same message you put on my heart, I know you've put the same message in probably tens of thousands of other leaders today. May this word go forward across your church, all over this land and all over this globe. And may the hearts of your people receive it. And may even today we start to see the tide turn. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Echo Community Church podcast. If today's message impacted you, or you want to talk about one of the topics we discussed today, email us at info at echochurchmd.com. We would love to connect with you online. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube by searching our church name, Echo Community Church. Send a message or leave a comment to at Echo Community Church and let's continue the conversation. And if you live locally in Baltimore County, Maryland, we invite you to our Sunday worship experience. You can find out more on our website, at echochurchonline.com.